What <laughs> is the intro this week? I don't know. Who should we get a cameo by? I don't know. Is SWV on cameo? Oh, well, maybe not as a group, but... Coco? Hey, Coco Gamble is on here. Coco Gamble. Let's do it. it. I spelled Coco wrong. Oh, my I, God. She's... How much? More than we've ever paid for someone. How, well, how much? $109. $109? Yeah. I would take Coco for that much. For $109? Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's look at oh, it. Oh, my God. Can she sing for us? You know she wants to. Hey, it's Coco from SWV, and welcome to Pot Psychology with your host, Tracy Egan Morrissey and Rich Joswiak. I get so weak in the knees, I can hardly speak, I lose all control, then something takes over me, in a daze you look so amazing, it's not a phase, I want you to stay with me, by my side, I swallow my pride, your love is so sweet, it knocks me right off my feet. Can't explain why your love makes me weak. Much love. Have you noticed that I have a middle part instead of a side part? No, I guess a little. <laughs> now that you mention it, I notice. What do you think? I think it looks, it's a, a very, very subtle variation i think it's about an inch and a half over right (laughs) (laughs) yeah is it just here or does it need to grow and do other stuff or is no this is it i have a calyx so that's why i always parted on the side okay and then today i i blew it out so i was able to tame the calyx a little bit when people talked about calyx most it was when i was in south jersey does anybody say calyx or does everybody go calyx I, that's how I've I know the word. Said Calic. Calic. I I remember one time when it, the first time I actually wrote about it. Yeah. I was like I was spelling it C A L L I C K and <laughs> right. it kept like saying it was spelled wrong and I yeah. was like how the fuck is this spelled? Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to look it up and I was like it's cowlick. Yeah. What? Yeah. I I wonder if anywhere else in the country actually says the words or if everybody says it like Calic. I have a feeling Calic is. The South Jersey way of saying it. Well, I have a question. Okay. And this never even occurred to me until like really recently. Does everyone say handkerchief or do they say handkerchief? Oh. Handkerchief. I think everybody says handkerchief. Handkerchief. I All think right. everybody does. The silent D. Is what? A thing. What other words? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday is fucking bullshit to spell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and sandwich. Nobody says Sandwich. I guess I think some people probably do some like Sandies. yeah people say Sandies yeah they do yeah well not me not me either <laughs> Sandies are a cookie do you eat sandwiches as a vegetarian I imagine it's like not a great I it's mean, not great I love a cheese Wawa hoagie it's like one of the oh, what do you ideal, put on your hoagie at Wawa like everything except for meat really well, it's well, the same to thing your, walk me through your Wawa okay, order it's, all, it's been this way forever I get a cheese hoagie what kind of cheese pepper jack and provolone okay and then I get lettuce, tomato, spinach, oh. onion, mm-hmm. cucumbers, oil, vinegar, mm-hmm. salt and pepper, and oregano and Parmesan cheese, which I think is actually it's like a three cheese sandwich. Yeah, it's three cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, I've, I've taken to the only alteration I've made because I wouldn't like I can't get buffalo on that. You know what I mean? Like I get that sandwich because I get do I say sandwich? I guess I say it you with just, a D. Yeah. I got that sandwich with uh, <laughs> with 
for that exact taste matrix, which is the same every time. You know what I mean? Like it's, there's, I don't want variation on that. So, okay. but I start, they started like doing, what are they? They're like a hot pickled pepper kind oh. of relish. Oh my God. Yes. Thing. It's good. It's relatively recent within the past five to 10 years, I would yeah. say. That's the only addition I've made to it. And spinach, when they started offering spinach, because why not have another leafy green? You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't taste like anything. Get your spinach in. Okay. Uh, I do honey roasted turkey, white American cheese, pepperoncini, pickles, mayo. Pickles are too much for me. Oh, I like it. Pickles could... take up too much flavor. For Ooh, me. I, I would. I love a strong flavor in the crunch. Well, I like a strong flavor too, but pickles just like take over too much uh, for me. I see. I did I really enjoy pickles. So did I, I interrupt? I'm sorry. Yeah, I do pickles, pepperoncini, mustard, and mayo. Yeah, mayo no for me. I'll get like a flavored mayo, but I'm never going to be ordering like mayo straight up basically See, i love the combo of the mustard and the mayo together because it's like a flavored mayo i don't know why but when i was a kid i just could not take my sandwich having mayo on it my friend my mom my my friend's mom would make me sandwiches with like a like i would just get like i have a dry yeah, cheese sandwich as when a I was kid younger, yeah. ham and cheese maybe etc and at one point, somebody put mayo, my friend's mom put mayo on it, and it was such a disgusting experience. Just because it looks sick too, you know, the pink of the ham and the discharge-y white of the mayo. Like before, I even knew what that was. I knew what that was. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is not that, that that like pussy white should not be on top of pink like that. I mean, I, I guess unless it's cum, but it's a long way away from that. Anyway. Cream pie, yeah. Right. Uh, but, but comes a little bit different than pus. It's more like a toaster strudel. Yeah. Icing. Right. Do you know my peanut butter and jelly hack? No. Okay. So the thing, like one of my biggest pet peeves when I was younger, when I was in grade school was that by the time it was lunchtime, the jelly had soaked through the one side of bread yeah. and that for whatever reason that always disgusted me yeah like i didn't like to see that <laughs> i learned <laughs> if you coat both sides of the bread with peanut butter first it creates a, a protective layer ah, and the jelly doesn't soak through wow. yeah great hack i wrote a song the other night i don't know how it is it's my first song of 2021 there's like kind of a catnip alternative called silver vine for cats okay and it like it hits more receptors so they get higher, but Prince does like catnip and he loves silver vine and he gets like really just like, you know, just I have sticks that he just loves to like poke his face with. And he's like <laughs> beating his face against the stick, you know, and acting all weird. And so like it just, I thought it was kind of like, I thought it was being kind of rock and roll. So <laughs> let's see. Getting home silver vine, gonna swatch it with my paw. I'm getting high on silver vine. Got a plan to break the law. (laughs) (laughs) I like that it's a plan. It's not spontaneous. (laughs) Cats are so crafty, you know? Wait a second. Speaking of um, breaking the law, did you notice that the Lady Gaga dog heist situation is so similar to Beethoven's second. No, but you said this. Explain it. Uh, because they were stealing her dogs for ransom initially, right? Yeah. 
It's just like Beethoven's second. That's well, what happens. There was, I mean, it was it a little. Beethoven's second is a little bit complicated. It involves breeding and hiding from the parents and stuff but like stealing that. Stealing that one dog and then you know, but it asking, seemed yeah, at I the mean, time it seemed implausible, and now it's like wow, they did that. Oh, yes. It was awfully heightened in terms of the drama. Yeah. Uh, yes, you're right. You're very right. It has Beethoven's second has come to pass. <laughs> it was way ahead of its time. <laughs> and now it's happened. Yeah. Just the well, ransom. Thing. I'm actually really glad that the guy didn't die. Yeah. And that the dogs are back. PG-13. <laughs> you know what I mean? Happy ending. Well, I just hope they stay back. I mean, what's she going to do now? Okay. Wait, the Aaron Carter jerk off video? Do you want to show yeah, me let's, that? On the let's bonus? do it on the bonus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to hear us talk about Aaron Carter jerking off, because I did watch a video of him doing it. Well, you have a video that I can watch too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just we, making sure. And we will watch it together. Okay. You can do that. You can listen to us do that on the bonus episode, which you can access at patreon.com slash pot psychology. We do that. And we have a premium series called Wawoo. On Wawoo, we are recapping The Real World LA season two, but we're also going to be recapping The Real World, what's it called? Homecoming. (laughs) Real World Homecoming. Which is, from what I understand, a six episode limited series on Paramount Paramount Plus. And we don't get paid by them to say that, but we would get paid by them to say that. I would love to get paid by them to say it. We will be covering all of this. Yes. it's. I don't know if they're going to drop it all at once, but we'll do like one a week or something like that. So yes, we'll, we'll do one a week um, in addition to Real World LA. We're so excited about this. We also have episodes of us recapping the Real World New York season one, which we did months ago, and you guys get access to that too once you become a member of Wawoo. And, uh, you know, it's like a decent way to catch up, you know, if you want to... <laughs> listen to podcasts that are way longer than the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could really just watch the show or <laughs> you're getting, you're <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's relevant. You know what I will say? Great choice that we did that. That's a totally relevant thing. You can go back and listen to them if you want. We talked yeah. a lot about every single thing Everything. about that show yeah. and a lot more. Well, so, you really, that's, that's really where you get your money's worth is with Wawoo because yeah. we do a lot and we do weekly or monthly book club meetings. Right now we're reading, we, we always do an audio, what's available also as an audio book. Yeah. And we Usually are reading celebrity memoirs. Yes. We're reading slash listening to Rosie O'Donnell's find me. It's, easy to listen to it's easy to listen to and it's absolutely ridiculous (laughs) it's like three and a half hours of just a ridiculous person telling you a ridiculous thing that happened well what i was um was what i was shocked to know or to learn as someone who is a like an ardent rosie o'donnell fan when i was younger i was very very into rosie o'donnell and um i've talked about this on the bonus before but i have a picture of myself with rosie o'donnell as i was having my first period (laughs) getting my first period captured in time yeah um and uh i made my parents wait (laughs) backstage of the broadway show greece where she was playing rizzo so i could meet her (laughs) you got your period at greece yeah your first period i mean if if ever there were a musical (laughs) makes a lot of sense you know it's kind of a period piece period it is a period piece (laughs) i thought i shit my pants I did. Speaking of the real world, did you know that Eric Eric facilitates and guides mushroom journeys? <gasps> yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's who I'm doing. I, yeah. Fuck crow. I'm doing it with him. He um he apparently mostly does addiction, but I don't know if he would. I bet you he'd do, you know, a soul mapping 
sort of thing. He's into that. If I, I, you know what the thing is, is that I don't know if I could be cool around him. Yeah, it might like, affect. I don't. I don't. It, I, mean, yeah, I. I first of all, I think I would get sexual, and <laughs> and then I would have to like talk about it with him, and also, yeah, I just I don't think I could like be totally myself right and really have the real experience maybe that's something i would do after i've done one with crow okay well it's an option i could do i could give you like five minutes of sicily fist sicily tyson's memoir <gasps> oh is she dead yeah she and just died straight straight as i i mean she did not report any lesbian activity okay. and i get the sense that dead she, and straight. she died i think the week the book came out the book came out on tuesday oh. and she died by the end of the week i believe wow yeah, she dropped the memoir and then <laughs> dropped dead. And but you know she was, but she was old. She was ninety six. So she looked um, great. She looked great. You end. know why? You know how she did it? What? She tells. Oh, she Vaseline? talks all about it. No uh, greens. Well, firstly, she talks so much about eating vegetables. She's always eating vegetables, and in fact, she eats them undressed sometimes in her bed. Just a bowl of raw vegetables. That sounds disgusting. That's what she did. I kind of relate to it because I eat a plate of raw broccoli almost every day. My God, do you fart all the time? Mm, Not so bad. Depends on my fiber (laughs) intake, really. And also, I drink a watercress shake, a shake of watercress, lemon, and ginger while I drink that and water while I eat that. You know, it's my my morning vegetables. I think it's really important to have vegetables, you know make time for vegetables is, is that's that would be if i were the first lady that would be my platform i think yeah i mean in, in general she was a pioneer she had natural hair on tv first um she did she talks a lot about her hair and sort of what it meant to america she also seems was to her biggest thing roots that was a big thing um also uh, Sounder, she was nominated for an Academy What's Award that? for. Uh, it's about a, a family of sharecroppers and, mm. you know, racism. So but it's like, a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. It was basically her first starring role. I think Sounder is the name of the dog. Um, she is kind of shady about Liza Minnelli because she, really? yeah, because she was nominated against Liza Minnelli in Cabaret. And like, look, Cicely, I know Sounder was important to you, but Liza Minnelli in Cabaret, you're really going to argue that That's it iconic. was, come on, talk about like, like the images that have stood the test of time. That is one of them. And not Sounder, no offense to your dog movie, but <laughs> you know, um, but uh, she kind of confirms that Miles Davis had AIDS Really? Uh, yeah, she says that he, because that uh, he, it's interesting because the relationship is sort of similar between his and her book, except apparently after they had this conversation, apparently his book was like way nicer to her, mm-hmm. and because she, she was like, because I knew the transcriber, and after she turned him down to get back, he asked her back because Cicely like you know nursed him back to health so many times and he saw her as a caretaker and he oh they date did they date oh yeah the, on and off too like like early on because she's on she's on the cover of sorcerer the, his album which i think was like 67 or 68 and then in the 80s she got back with him and they got married at bill cosby and camille's house Yikes. on thanksgiving they didn't tell the guests that that was going to be happening they just got married Ooh, that's a cool surprise <laughs> that's really like um a uh, power move, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she said that Miles Davis proposed getting back together. They had married that time, obviously, uh, in the 80s. Um, he proposed getting back together with her 
And she, but he said, but we won't have sex. And she said he looked all sick and she had heard that he was on AZT and everybody Mm -hmm. in the European press was saying that he had AIDS. And she's like, and there was a persistent rumor that he was having an affair with his like live-in hairdresser, male hairdresser. And she doesn't... Was he bi? Well, I mean, this is what like they're, this is what Sicily is implying. I I thought it was audacious how far she went with the Miles stuff because he's a legend and she's filling in that story like firsthand you know this is i bet that she's like she was at the age that she didn't have any fucks left to give not have any fucks (laughs) left to give and what i wanted to bring up is she also didn't have a lot of things that she remembered or she remembered a lot but there was a noticeable amount of things that she didn't remember (laughs) and she didn't seem to care that she didn't remember it because it could have been easy enough for her to look it up or whoever was writing this with her and she just refused so i put a few of the things that she doesn't remember just to give you a sense of that if you're interested yeah yeah play it that fall with my emotions still raw i landed a small recurring role in a canadian television series I don't recall the show's name, only that it became a lifeline for me. Around 1983, I'd traveled to Africa to do a movie with Liz Taylor, sometime before our legal dust-up. I don't recall the country or film. Miss Tyson, said a woman's voice on the line, I'm calling you at the request of President Obama. She paused for a moment, perhaps waiting for a reply, But all I could do was sit there thinking, is this a joke? Who is this? I asked. She gave me her name, which I now cannot remember. President Obama stood at the podium and gave some kind remarks about me, most of which I don't recall. Years ago, while I was walking down the street, minding my own business as I am prone to do, this rather handsome young man approached me. Good afternoon, Miss Tyson. My name is Denzel Washington, he said, flashing a wide grin. Oh, I said, thinking, I guess I'm supposed to know who he is. I was once in a movie with you, he said. I lifted my brows. You were, I asked, flipping through my mental Rolodex to recall which one. She never figures it out. (laughs) He has to tell her. What was it? It's a 1978 movie. Oh, uh, I didn't realize he was acting in the It must 70s. have been like one of his first roles, but like clearly he had flagged her down like years after that. And, he, you know, by, I guess like Glory was like late 80s, but Denzel was starting to be on the scene at that point. I just think it's funny. You know, I find it honest. If somebody tells me, when people are telling me in an audiobook, like full on conversations that go on for 20 minutes, yes. and you know where you looked in the room and where you crossed and when you put on your coat, and like, it's like, no, you don't remember that. Yeah. Saying I don't remember is way more honest to me. I, I believe her. I'm, I believe her. So, RIP Cicely, thanks for the fun book. By the way, that was not Cicely Tyson narrating it. She does the intro, and it's like, I get it, you're old, but come on, read your book. She that, didn't read her book. I mean, that, that takes a long time, though. We, it does. It took us two days. It does. Wait, did you know that there's a preview of our audiobook on Amazon? No. Oh, Is it good? It, it's like, ah, okay, let's play. <laughs> not even reading. <laughs> there are definitely, like, chapters that we skipped over. There is chapters where we'd, like, be, like, a few sentences in, and we're like, ah, I don't feel like reading the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's actually, you guys, maybe an underrated part of pot psychology is the audiobook. That we recorded? I've never listened to. We should listen to it. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, but also, I said nihilism, I think it's and worth some people the say time, nihilism. Though, if, if you want to um, <laughs> invest in listening to the audiobook, though, I'm not we'll trying see. to. I, I well, mean, I don't I, know. You know how I'm it's trying to hook be. them in to l- staying around. I guess you already paid for it, though. So. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're just lucky you have us at this point. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. Go. <laughs> I think I just did. I think it's your paragraph. No, no, no. Oh, is it? Yes. It, All right. Starting with, we will remember. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the word count. We will remember that there is art to advice giving as well as science, and that warmth, sympathy, understanding, cursing humorously, looking at animal pictures, fart discourse, sexy talk, and Judge Judy worship may outweigh the surgeon's knife, but never the chemist's drug. What, um, <laughs> why do we write cursing humorously? I don't know. I feel like that I we didn't write that. Maybe because that must. You don't be, think we curse humorously? Well, I think that was it's like a one of those too things. Puffed that, up. I think it was one of those things that like I just was too lazy to care about when. I think so too. Changed. I, yeah, for the record, I don't like people who are like I'm funny, you know. So apologies for that. Yeah, and also I mean it when I curse. It's not a joke. <laughs> you know. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a fucking joke. (laughs) (laughs) We will not be ashamed to say we know not because we don't. When the skills of another are needed for a listener's recovery, we will probably fail to call in our colleagues because we won't find their numbers. What is this? What does this mean? We're reading it? We wrote that? I don't remember that. It is primarily so that the world may know. Most especially, we must tread with care in matters of life and death. Because those are serious. Except we might even giggle about those as well. Sorry. We're high and we're doing our best. <laughs> if it is given to us to save a life, all thanks. What? <laughs> we're basing this off the Hippocratic Oath. So that's why it's stilted. Oh. <laughs> Remember when we wrote this book? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't think that's obvious enough. We just sound like... Idiots. <laughs> well, that's a joke in itself. Okay. All right, all right, all right. And by that we mean, you better thank us. All thanks for us. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. It is not within our power to take a life unless you slit your wrist with your MP3 device playing this audiobook. <laughs> Relax and stop taking things so seriously. This awesome responsibility of book writing and narrating must be faced with great humility and awareness of our own frailty, which we probably will not let on. Above all, we must not play at God, but we can play with ourselves, as this is our playpen. We will remember that we do not treat a boner, an overgrown pubic area, or a musical queef, but rather a misguided human being whose problem may affect his or her family and economic prospects. Our responsibility doesn't extend to those related problems if we are to care adequately for the troubled. One thing at a time, people. (laughs) I can't believe Except for when it feels better without them, i.e. always. Prevention is preferable to a cure, just like not wearing condoms is preferable to wearing condoms. Under that contraction. Contradiction. Yeah. (laughs) 
Like, this is all in contractions. Like, cockney. <laughs> we will remember that we remain members of society with special obligations to all our fellow human beings or the ones who bought this book anyhow. The five of you that are sound of mind and body as well as the infirm. If we do not violate this oath, it will be a miracle, especially because we barely know what it says. <laughs> may, may we enjoy life and art, stoned, be respected while we live, stoned, and be remembered with affection thereafter by people whose memories still work after being stoned. May we always act so as to preserve the finest traditions of our calling by our publisher, and may we long experience the joy of healing those who are lost and misguided enough to seek our help. Forever and ever, amen. Amen. What a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember writing this book. I mean, I remember like being in on my couch with you and I was pregnant. I remember specifically when we were, I think I was like standing in my kitchen in my old condo and I was eating a bowl of Cap'n Crunch and I put it on my stomach and I was eating it that way and without holding it at all like I was just like spooning it and my one arm was down because my stomach was so big and you were like I have never seen someone that pregnant that wasn't having like twins or triplets <laughs> was that offensive to you no oh, okay. because when Una was born she weighed more than most <laughs> twins combined yeah she's 12 pounds I know <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out with us and listening to us yeah we're going to do a bonus episode on our Patreon, patreon.com slash pot psychology. Yeah, that's fine. Just a we reminder. Can just, just go to the Patreon and see if there's something else uh, you want. Yeah. <laughs>